Joining us now is the author of a brand new book and former Education Secretary Betsy DeVos. The book is called Hostages No More. And Secretary DeVos, so great to have you here on the show again. Rita, it's great to be with you. You know, thank you. By the way, this book is so powerful. And when I saw it, I was like, Betsy is so right on. The timing could not be more important. Uh, Why did you feel it was so critical to write this book right now? And to me, it just really pinpoints where this administration's priorities are and why they are really missing the mark. And they're spending so much time on this stuff that really is troubling to kids. Yeah, absolutely, Rita. Um, The last two years, families across America have been exposed and the feelings of this system have been laid bare for them to see, starting with the shutdowns for months on end, the mask mandates, the distance learning that didn't, that there was no learning going on, the critical race theory and other curriculum introduced into classrooms uh, and and seen up close by uh, parents at home on kitchen tables and uh, and, and then uh, seeing the experiences many kids were having that were anything but education and were anything but robust and and uh, challenging and so this is really um, it's a moment in time where the uh, momentum and the uh, you know the the sympathies are around what we need to be doing for kids and focusing on kids and their futures and helping them learn not introducing all of this other adult stuff that has no business in a child's classroom and so parents are parents are ready for a change they want to be in charge of their kids education and they must be do you believe also come november uh that there will be sort of a red tsunami because parents are fed up and look we saw it as you know with uh, now Governor uh, Glenn Youngkin, of course, you know, in Virginia, and you see how much of a push that was. And he did very well because the the parents there in Loudoun County were just so fed up, and he really wrote on that issue, and it resonated. Well, and this was a defining issue in a race where he was the underdog, and his opponent, who had been governor before, Terry McAuliffe, um, everybody thought he made a gaffe when he said parents should not be involved in their kids' educations. And instead of reeling it back and correcting himself, he doubled down and, in fact, had Randy Weingarten as his closing act for the campaign. You could not have a more clearly delineated choice. Uh, School unions and all of their allies defending the status quo and introducing all kinds of things that parents are appalled by into the classroom while kids are not learning to read and do math and do the basic things they need to do to to have success as adults. Why do you think the left is pushing this so far? Because, you know, it's interesting because even Hillary Clinton came out. And I don't know if you saw this, uh, Madam Secretary, but she came out not too long ago, a few days ago, and basically said the left has to be careful, basically not to go too woke and to push some policies. Just stay focused on, you know, on bread and butter issues. Uh, She said, because whatever it's going to take to win the election, in other words, not that she disagrees with the wokeness, but just like, let's put it on the back burner uh, so we can win the election. But at least she was insightful to realize that this is not mainstream. Why do you think so many liberals find this a priority right now? 
Well, I think so many of them live in their own bubbles, and they don't really know and understand what uh, the average common sense America American is seeing and experiencing and what, you know, what they want for their children. I mean, parents want their kids to learn. They want their kids to have challenging and engaging learning opportunities. And we have seen that this one-size-fits-all 175-year-old system that has indeed held them hostage is simply not working for too many kids. And the, the, the differences couldn't be, have been clearer during the COVID lockdowns when charter schools were operating, private schools were operating, and, uh, and families were forced to find solutions themselves with homeschool cooperatives or other creative solutions. But there were so many families that didn't have that opportunity because they simply don't have the resources to do it or because they were going to work every day putting, you know, food on the table and they had to, you know, they had to make do while they saw their kids suffer every single day. And former Education Secretary Betsy DeVos, who's with us now talking about her great new book and so timely called Hostages No More, The Fight for Education, Freedom and the Future of the American Child. You know, you have been involved for decades um, in the American education system, a huge supporter, obviously chair of the American Federation for Children and so many different groups. Uh, Where do you see this headed? Do you see it getting worse before it gets better um, in terms of teaching kids this wokeness? It seems like they're just doubling down when they get criticized. They triple down. Well, it does seem like they're doubling down and that they're completely tone deaf to parents. And in fact, when parents go to speak up at school board meetings to ask questions and express concerns about what their kid, what they're seeing their kids experience, they're getting called domestic terrorists and having the FBI sent to investigate them. I mean, this administration and their policies have been so opposed to kids and families and their future and have been totally aligned with the school unions and all of their allies. But we knew this going in. I mean, Joe Biden said it right up front. He supports the teachers unions, the school unions. I prefer to call them school unions because I don't believe they really represent teachers. And there are so many great teachers. But they have they have continued to make clear where they stand. And it is not with kids and it's not with families. Are things turning in some aspects, the fact that, like I mentioned, that Hillary Clinton made the comment and then even sort of in the same realm, we just saw recently uh, the organization uh, that oversees its FINA uh, for transgender swimmers because a lot of people were concerned transgender swimmers competing against young girls in schools that they have a disadvantage. They ruled that you have to have uh, changed, um, you know, prior to uh, age 12. I mean, there were all these new rules, but it basically said, wait a minute, it is an unfair advantage. We can't be so PC that we can't be receptive to young girls. Do you think that finally with that and with Loudoun County schools and all that, that finally people are feeling emboldened? Well, I think I think uh, families are certainly finding their voice. Common sense Americans are finding their voices, and that move by FINA this, today um, only underscores that these are common sense issues and issues of fairness. 
Um, you cannot say you are a supportive of Title IX, which guarantees equal access to education and, by extension, women's sports, and then say at the same, on the other hand, that you favor and are okay with biological males competing on women's teams. They're simply, they're, they're simply incompatible. And with the 50th anniversary of Title IX coming up this week, um, I expect the Biden administration to release a rule that will try to roll back all of the advances that we made during the Trump administration to put a fair and balanced framework and system around how these issues are handled on campuses. So, the, the, you know, these issues are not done. We are just continuing to see a barrage of bad policy and, uh, and, and, and totally playing to the left of the party to satisfy all of their demands at the expense of common sense Americans across the country. Yeah, absolutely. And parents are just, you know, fit to be tied. What's your advice for parents listening out there who just, their jaw drops when they hear this often? Well, don't stop speaking up and make sure that the people you vote for this fall from the federal level down to the most local level are ones who are going to, are committed to empowering you as as parents to make decisions about your children's education. If your assigned school is not working for you, you should be able to take the dollars that are already designated for your child and attach them like they, like they attach the backpack to their backs to go to school every day. Attach those dollars to your child to take to the school or the education setting that is going to work for them. Absolutely. Parents have a choice and they have a voice. And I'm glad that they're starting to use both because it is so very important for children's future. Um, Former Education Secretary Betsy DeVos, the book is great. Hostages No More, The Fight for Education Freedom and the Future of the American Child. And it's so great to get your perspectives and always talk with you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Rita. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 